I'm Pastor Troy right here. We're on the dock here. We're wrapping up a series. Hope you're going to enjoy us. It's going to be great. We are doing the Beat Feet series. That Beat Feet series is the last of a new of a series we've been doing. We have had an incredible series. We've got a great guest in the studio. We're going to be wrapping up that today. You can always go find out all about us at onthedock.org. We release shows every Tuesday and Thursday, and we're glad you're joining us today. We're all about conversations that propel your faith out of the shallows and into the deep, and you can find us on our major platforms, YouTube, Spotify, and iTunes, along with all those incredible partners to the right as well. Uh, go check out Rumble. Rumble is a good way to look at us as well. We have a social media presence on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Telegram, and Getter these days. When you find us, please hit subscribe, hit like, notify, and uh, just communicate with us. Tell other people. Go share it with other people. And uh, if you hit that subscribe and notify, you'll know every time we put up a new broadcast. And just a reminder, we have a program with Patreon. Become a Patreon partner with us. You can download the Patreon app. Go find On The Dock. And there are four tiers of partnership. You can partner with us. Three tiers of sponsorship as well. And you can join us um, anytime. Just check that out. If you can't find any of that stuff, you can go to onthedock.org. That's our website. That's our website. It has links to all of our platforms and as well as links to our Patreon site. And you can always email us at info at onthedock.org. We're in the studio here. We've got uh, my wife. She's getting back in the seat here. She's been out for just a second. She's going to get back in the program. And so, Mother Beth, uh, where are you? You can come join us. Come on, come on, join us. People won't mind if you walk behind me. Mother Beth's in the studio with us today. And let me put her lovely face up on the screen there. Here she comes. She's been being Mother Beth right now. And um, she's back in the room here. So Mother Beth, welcome back to On The Dot. Thanks, honey. Good to be back. <laughs> I know. that's <laughs> So we're in the studio. We're going to be doing a wrap-up of, of an incredible series that we've been doing. Uh, as I told you, uh, we've been doing this series called Healthy Women, Healthy Liberia. Liberia is a West African country. We had Dr. Chris Henna with us. As we wrap up today, we're going to be taking a look at major ministry fronts. She has got an incredible story. Uh, and we're going to be taking a look at those major ministry fronts. We're going to look at the major initiatives to come, basically what she's dreaming about. And, uh, and then we're going to ask ask. How, how, how you can get involved. We want to we challenge you to take what she shared and, and, and figure out how to get involved. So we're going to share some major needs, ways to get involved, and then that. So in the studio across the table from me, I've got the incredible Dr. Chris. And welcome back one more time. Thank you. Thank you, Doc. You've been great. Thank you for sharing with us. And so we're going to get started again. Healthy Women, Healthy Liberia is a ministry that promotes the health of people and education of patients through comprehensive, sustainable, community-based primary health care in Liberia. We, we don't have her here just because she's in the neighborhood. We have her here because we here at Community Faith Church, we here at the Hands Out Foundation that I run as executive director and founder, we've been taking teams and working with her for years and years. And we, we have spent significant time with her at her clinic. We know what she does. We know her to be a woman of God with a vision that's incredible. And uh, we want you to come partner with us. Uh, you can either connect with the Hands Hope Foundation, uh, and we'd be glad to have you with us on a trip, or we can get you there quicker and get you in communication with her on how you can partner with uh, her program through Healthy Women, Healthy Liberia. Uh, they got incredible vision of transforming communities using community-based healthcare, and they've got a model that's just working. And they're, they're, they're doing medical, dental care, eye care. We'll talk more about that in this show. But their main thing is education and, and services, especially for women and children. And bottom line, they're just developing relationships that's changing the culture around them. And so I've got Chris here. Um, let me just summarize and, and, and go back and listen to part three and four. It's her story, incredibly powerful story. But, but Chris began as a, a little girl who lost a friend, uh, to malaria. They, the, the local people thought it was something more nefarious like witchcraft. Um, it probably was something more nefarious like not taking the malaria prophylaxis. Uh, that's, that's where you take a pill regularly to kind of protect yourself against that. 
and 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 Dr. Henna was inspired as a, as a child to, to see if she could help prevent that. And her incredible journey in part three and part four, go listen to it, tells you where God took her and how God took her to do that. And, and one of the things that we learned in that, she had a great quote in the last episode, uh, the more I depend on him being the Lord Jesus Christ, the more I see results. I think we every Christian listening here, sitting on the dock with us, I think that's something we need to really put in. Uh, Dr. Hannah, I've had coaches here that do Fellowship of Christian Athletes. I've had uh, pastors here from Extraordinary Churches. We've done some incredible interviews, Beth and I have, and Lucas. And it's interesting, here you are coming to us from West Africa via via Russia, via Kazakhstan, via Sweden, via United States. You've got a lot of vias. You've been, been, been a lot of places. It's amazing how every person comes in and tells, Lucas and I have heard this and everybody, we've heard that you have to do your dailies. The dailies are you get up and you spend time with God, you spend time in prayer, you spend time in devotion, you spend time reading the word. People have over and over said, you, if you do your dailies, God will be there for you big. God will get you through. And it seems to me like daily worship, daily relationship with God has been a huge part of your life and a huge part of how God's led you through to such opportunities. Correct. Yeah. So I, I think if everybody's hearing that, that, that just seems to be a constant theme. And then she really articulated well that being available to God, being disciplined, uh, knowing that there's going to be a lot of hard work required. You're not going to just have a vision and sit on the couch. You're going to have to have a vision and get off the couch. And then mostly you're going to have to go where God, God's going to send you places. And you're going to have to be willing to be obedient to go and, and do your work there and give everything you have there. Because if you give everything you have there, you could be planning for your own future. And a lot of people want to go, well, I don't want to work for the man, or I don't want to go do this, or, I don't want to go do that. And they give half of themselves, knowing that they're only planning half for themselves in the future. God invests in those that, that give all of themselves. Uh, Jesus sacrificed everything for us. And I think that's the model for our ministry. And you certainly live by that model. So what I want to ask you in this, this walk away episode, uh, as we wrap up and you get ready to start your journey back home, is we want to talk about what's next. I mean, set us up right now. What are the major fronts of ministry you have going right now? What your major, just lay out your major ministry of operation right now in Waterfield and in your community clinics and, and kind of what's happening presently. Well, um, presently we uh, focus on raising up young men and women <coughs> who will be able to carry out the messages that we have in the 72 communities and to do that, we need more staff people to do it. Mm -hmm. uh, people that are willing uh, to serve. People who wants to leave Kakata, wants to come to work early and get back home late. Because <laughs> once you get into those villages, there's no way you're gonna go from eight to four. Because the need's so vast. The, the need's, needs great. are there, so we have to be there taking care of those. Because when you leave to go to the next village, if you have not done anything in this village, it's almost like you didn't have to be there in the first place. Right. Mm -hmm. So we are wanting, that's what we're all praying for now, to have uh, enough community health workers. And our community health workers compose mostly of male and female, because there are some things that our young ladies are not comfortable in discussing, but things that the young guys will be interested in dealing with, with their male uh, 
counterparts. How many, how, about how many so, community health workers do you have now? Currently uh, we working? have 10, and we're looking for a dozen more. And right now you're servicing how many counties or how many, how many villages? Uh, 72. 72. So right now 10 72. people are doing about seven villages each. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot. You can't even visit that. That takes you a whole week just to go yeah. to one. That's so, a lot. Yeah, that's, that's a, lot. a lot. And so ultimately the goal would be if you had 20, 22 or so, then, then you can get more. Then your next goal eventually ultimately would be to maybe have somebody in each one. Yes, to have people in those villages themselves. So then... Our resources will not be stretched out too thinly. Because if we can come and train somebody there from that community, mm-hmm. uh, I think that would be the best what, way to go. What, what kind of cost? Give me, give me an idea around about cost because somebody listening may go, hey, I like that. Somebody that you could train up from the local community willing to go serve out in one of the villages or communities. What, what kind of, what, what, would, what would sponsor the training and the, the the sending out of a worker for a year. G- g- give somebody an idea, because it's not what people think it would be. Well, the, the training, uh, I basically uh, do the training myself, uh, but the sending out, uh, that's where we have to compensate them. You can't right. just send them out. Uh, they need a place to sleep, them. and they'll need a place to stay in the, in the in the community usually? No, no, no. They we go come, back and forth? Yeah, they come back and forth. They come back and forth. Because transportation is a lot better today. Yes, yeah. it is. It's a little better, but that's why we need to get somebody from that community. Because if we get them from that community... They don't have to travel. They don't have to travel. They can just be ready They can to just work. be there. So we can train them there. So I train the community mm-hmm. health workers, and then they go and train... The people in the and then would they if they if, then the other assignments may be the villages closer closer by to them so they wouldn't have to travel so far so if they're traveling if they're handling more in one village you would have them working in proximity to where they're from uh yes and no yes and no yeah because most of them uh, are in Kakata ah the so they people, have to go out they have to go out uh, but the ones in the villages the 36 new ones that we have just added to our 36 uh, we had. It's where we are now concentrating. G- give me an idea. What what would it take to fund a community health worker, one of these workers, for a year? Well, one person gets a uh, hundred and fifty dollars a month. Is so it? times twelve. So that would be Beth. Beth that's it. Twelve. That's six. That's eight. Is that eighteen hundred? That would be fifty times six. Fifty times six. Six is 600, six hundred. Hundred times. So eighteen hundred. Yeah. Guys, eighteen hundred dollars a month would fund a community health care worker. Uh, working year round, uh, Chris is going to let them have a day off, but they're going to work six days a week. Yeah, they work. And, and when you're a medical professional, you're going to be you can be called on any time. You know, yeah. we all know that, just like being a pastor or any other profession. So if you're out there and and God is speaking to you, and you want to, you know, gosh, we all we we spend eighteen hundred dollars just to go see a NFL football game with four people. You know, we can spend that much money going and traveling or on. On, on very little things. If you, if the, if you want to invest in something, uh, think about reaching out to us through info at on the doc.org. Uh, you could reach out directly through, to healthy women, healthy Liberia through the links. Let me put that screen up for them. Lucas, uh, you could reach out through their Facebook web, whatever email, and just tell them you'd like to sponsor your church, your organization, your group would love to sponsor a community healthcare worker and give them the resources to engage another person to change a community. I, I, I don't think there's a better investment in that right there. And and don't just do it for a year. Uh, make a commitment. I mean, a year's good, but 
to get that person to, to, to do what they need to do, step in and commit to five years, you know, 10 years, make a real commitment and say, we will do this. And here's what I can tell you is Chris will communicate back that worker will communicate back. They will give you accountability. That's the one thing I can tell you for sure. If you send a box, you will see a picture of a box and you'll be told how the box uses. If you invest in somebody's life, I'm sure you'll get testimony and story. And if you want to go with us to go see what they're doing, go with us on the next trip and find out for yourself what's happening. Yeah. So I would love to see people, uh, somebody be inspired out there to help maybe with a community health worker. It would change a lot of lives. And that's how you change uh, the situation where that little girl doesn't have to die. There's somebody in that community that can address the need for prophylaxis of malaria, somebody that can distribute it, somebody that can train a, a, a parent. You were fortunate to have a dad that made you take, mm-hmm. got you up and said, we're going to take the pill. All your kids took, all your siblings took the pill. Once a week, you said, uh, was it hydro, what did you take? Chloroquine? Chloroquine. Chloroquine. And, and, and so that protected you. But a community healthcare worker could be educating parents in a village to do mm-hmm. such a thing. Absolutely. To provide the resource for the medication. Mm-hmm. The medication's not terribly expensive, correct? No. It just requires no. education, education, discipline, understanding of it as well. And malaria is very treatable as well once it's identified. Yeah. You know, there are different types of malaria, some more aggressive than others, but it's very, very, is malaria's, um, <coughs> malaria would be, I mean, COVID for them is, is, is malaria is much more significant. Mm-hmm. Um, so they can handle that. So that's a good way. Doc, tell us, you've, you told me that you've been adding, in addition to primary health care, you, you've, you've added med, uh, dental eye. Uh, where do you see that going here in the near future? Well, uh, the eye clinic, uh, I, I'm really appreciative to the Indians that are there that have the MOU with us. That's a, mem- a, a, a memorandum of understanding. So they have an operation agreement. And the, yeah. the, the Indians have a very good eye care system there and yeah. resources, of, including you're making glasses at, yes. on the site, uh-huh. which is incredible. We've, we've carried fabulous. thousands of glasses in. That's a blessing. What a blessing. Bless you, uh, brother. You. Sorry. Yeah, so, so you're, doing, you're doing eye, you're doing dental. Uh, yeah, so um, for the eye, that's a five-year uh, agreement. See, that, see, that's example. Uh, she said it's a five-year agreement. When we do agreements, that's why we're saying on the community health care worker, don't just do six months, don't do a year. We, we need a longer-term commitment because it, it, it creates an impact. It creates a permanent system. So, yeah, five-year agreement. Five-year agreement. And then uh, in the process of that agreement, uh, they will have to train one of our staff. Ah, uh, because sustainable to be able to sustain it yeah. if you just come and work five years and then leave there's nothing there's nothing left so you that's been that's what a lot of the ngos to, that's what a lot of the ministry models have done there since the war they've come in they've distributed they've given free stuff their teams have been there then the teams get tired they get burnt out they leave and now there's nothing close, it's back yeah. to where you were and you also create a very dependent people versus mm-hmm. a people that have community of, of self-survival what you've created what you're what you're proposing is a model that just doesn't bring service but it brings the training for future service mm-hmm. that it, that extends beyond the life of that ministry yeah yeah so we have a person already now in training a male right. and he is doing a fantastic job he's been with us since the genesis of that first clinic that's amazing so he's now the one that is in training with the doctor and then the next uh uh area that we're looking for people to be trained uh, is the ultrasound department to be able to do the ultrasound yeah, to scans be able to do the ultrasound scans uh, uh i haven't found uh somebody yet who 
really wants to be interested in running that. That, that wants that to do. Still, that's that wants to learn. That wants to because you know you know yeah. we have a, we have so. Jerry Johnson out of our church. Uh, he's got people connected to Southeast Missouri. We have people that we could go help do some training. Mm -hmm. And I think I think that we've done a lot of ultrasound <laughs> with you in partnership. Mm -hmm. Well, that's something that's out there. Somebody has a heart call for that. Mm -hmm. You go in and train somebody. Let's believe God will provide somebody there yeah, that can become a technician. Somebody will become a technician. Yeah, technician uh, that. And we'll be able to run that because Very there's significant. a lot of potential in that. Yeah. Uh, I'm so grateful that we have a ultrasound machine, yeah. a good one we just got. And uh, we were able to scan and even got uh, quadruplets. Oh, wow. Skin. They were so, scanned. In the... Yeah, so we're very, very thankful Excellent. for that. Excellent. And if somebody can uh, get hold of that department, that would be wonderful. That'd be great. So if you're, if you're somebody that was an ultrasound technician out there, you've got some training in that area, uh, you could be somebody that could go over and do an extended mission and do some training and some ongoing work. We'd love to take you with us on a trip. We might leave you for three months after that and let you stay and really work and develop skills there. Because I'll just, yeah, that's excellent. D Doc, tell me what's next for, for Waterfield uh, Primary Healthcare Clinic. What What is the dream next? What What, what do you see the next clinic, the next facility, the next the next oper uh, operation center? What, what do you see next? Well, the next uh, is the construction of the surgical department and the uh, maternity department. Mm -hmm. Those are the two things that we are, we've been praying about mm -hmm. since uh, 2020. And uh, we've just been making, we made our plans and the design and everything ready. Mm -hmm. And so God now has just blessed us. And so we're going to start in February. With construction. With construction, actual and construction. Your whole clinic was and about a year and a half work. Yes, then. so we're hoping that this uh, will be a year that from start to finish will be in a year's time. Well, you know, you know, I, lo I look at this, you know, Hands Hope Foundation has not been able to travel there for the last two years of COVID. It's just been too difficult. But I, I, I just, I, I believe God's timing is perfect. I believe when you get that done, you know, we'll be maybe maybe months before that be ready to come over and uh, and bring teams to be a part of that that opening, mm. you know, beginning of that. Mm. I I just want to believe God would let us do that and bring our teams over and be a part of a major surgical, uh, let's, let's call it initiation of that initiation. facility because we have people ready to go. We have our teams ready to go. We have nurses ready to go. We're just waiting on COVID to allow us to travel without having. The biggest fear we have right now is getting a team someplace and not being able to get them back home. You know, and it's not because COVID's that bad. It's because the government can all of a sudden shut down airlines. And if I were to get a team of surgeons and nurses caught someplace in Belgium stuck because they wouldn't let them come home, I would be forever ruined as a foundation director. So we just need to have enough. Right, that's why we say right now, small teams. It's easy to take a team of a surgeon and a nurse and a couple people, get them over and get them back because they can travel almost privately. But if when you start taking the larger groups, it's, it gets a lot more coordination. So, But I hope we can come over and, and initiate those. And even uh, make sure that we're helping work with you guys to provide equipment needed that you're not able to provide. Yeah, so that's the next uh, thing. Once the structure is built, we will need the equipment. And for now, we, uh, we're just writing down 
what you need. What we need. When you get that list, we, we, we want to see that list. We yeah. want to put it out. We have a lot of medical Writing people that listen down. to our program, and we want to challenge you. If you're out there and you're a hospital, one of our hospital friends, um, and you're getting ready to upgrade your OR, your table, your anesthesia machine, your 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 cartery, your equipment in there, your tables, your Mayo stands, if you're getting ready to upgrade your lighting, any of that stuff, please communicate with us. We would love to take what you're changing out and maybe what you have a surplus and we would love to help get that in a shipping container and get it off to Liberia. If Dr. Hannah already has too much, she has plenty of other partners that we would work with to make sure that gets into a, a proper OR theater uh, and do that. So there's gonna be great opportunity there. Yeah, so that's uh, one of the focus. And then uh, our focus, uh, again, we still look at a dentist and a dental department. Mm -hmm. uh, because like I said, we want to, Reproduce, reproduce. So we need first to have a dentist or technician, and then uh, that person will be able to train another person, and that person will be able to train another person. So before you know it, you have multiplication all over very well. the area. So, that's so you can just model. see that model there. It just that's repeated, just yeah. like the community of it. Very nice. So, so, so right now, one thing that you're, you're telling me that's needed in country to do cases and we could provide other ORs and other places to work is we're needing surgeons, we're needing OBGYN, especially uh, pediatric surgery. Um, other surgical specials are welcome, ENTs, uh, plastics. There are people there suffering with burns and, and things that need to be repaired. Um, lots of opportunities to do. Um, you get tons of very large, what do you call goiters? Is that the mm -hmm. uh, yeah, goiters? People are comfortable mm -hmm. doing uh, thyroidectomies. Mm -hmm. uh, tremendous need, tremendous need for hernia repairs, hydroseal. If you're a surgeon, uh, you're uh, a, a PA surgeon uh, that works, a surgical PA that could work with teams, we would love to hear from you. We would love to help coordinate either a small group going over or put you on a list to go with one of our teams in the future um, yeah. very soon. So those are the kind so of things you're basically needing. Basically, those are the kind of things. So we leave from the community level. Now we're at the clinic level and uh, just uh, raising up people who will mm -hmm. be able to continue even after I'm gone. What, what would you say as we, as we wrap up this series, what would you say are those top issues uh, going forward that you, you obviously community, uh, uh, you're talking about uh, training up people and making it re reproductive in the sense of you can sustain itself. But, but what are those the top issues, the top one or two needs you see going forward as you as as you push forward? Well, uh, for me, uh, I turned uh, 63 this year. Uh huh. So I would not I, have believed that, Doc. <clears throat> you. So <laughs> thank you. So I am beginning to think more about. Uh, Retirement in a sense that I can step back and mm -hmm. let the younger people step up. Uh, step up. Mm -hmm. And uh, sustainability uh, has been our primary concern from day one. So how do we sustain everything that we are talking about? Uh, I am more interested now in agriculture. Uh, that's where my passion is leading mm -hmm. because I can see a lot of good coming out of agriculture mm -hmm. eating for yourself what you grow right and so uh, we have already purchased uh, some land and we're trying to develop it now That's 
so that we can have some resources uh, to be able to use for the sustainability of the clinic. That's excellent. Uh, we have the guest house uh, that we also will be able to generate some funds from. Uh, our guests coming from here will not have to pay, but we have people that like to have seminars and uh, have other meetings or trainings. If they use our facility, they'll be able to pay something. So from there, we can generate some. Because in the past, we've there. had to pay for local hotels, local guest yeah. house. It would have been a lot better have been giving that into your ministry, yeah. staying in a facility like yours. How, your guest house, how many people can you keep in your guest house currently? What, uh, 10 rooms. 10 rooms. And uh, you can have 20. About actually. 20 people. So that would be very, if you had a small 20, team going in, it'd be very attractive and 20. easy to use. So yeah. but you got some amazing things going on. So uh, they're all air conditioned every room. That's a blessing. <laughs> you can help, help you sleep a lot. The few times that our generator doesn't work at night, the, 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 the medical teams would, would want to kill me overnight. Mm -hmm. uh, and so because it gets very tiring there, it's yeah, very hot. And so we have a 50 kVA generator. Wow. As well. That's amazing. I can electrify, you know, just about That's the great. Whole area. How, how can people, if they want to give to Healthy Women, Healthy Library, how could people best get resources financially to your organization? What, 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 do well, you, they have the address. Yeah, bring it up there if you would. Uh, yeah. the, the Facebook has a pathway as well. The website has a pathway as well. HealthyWomenLiberia.org. Or you can go to at HealthyWomenLiberia on Facebook. You can find out there. Uh, they, their website has a wonderful board. They have an American-based NGO connection here. Uh, and, and, and I have met many of their people here. They're very passionate. They're leaders all over the country. Uh, they would be glad to reach out with you and talk to your church, your organization about how you could give. Uh, if you've got questions, if you want to go serve, and you can always reach out to the Hands of Hope Foundation. That's hohfoundation.org, hohfoundation.org. That's our foundation. We'd love to figure out how to get you on a trip with us over there, and that could lead to others. But remember, she has a guest house, so you could take a team. If you're a surgeon, you're a pediatric surgeon, OBGYN, why, why don't you grab a couple scrub nurses and and, and and grab a little bit of your team and take four or five of you over there and just go do cases for two weeks. Go do cases. And she'll pre-screen them. You can talk. You can say, well, I want to do these kind of things. Well, she'll line those up for you very well. She has worked with our OR teams from America. We brought teams in from New York and different teams. She has done a wonderful job at getting us ready to succeed. And uh, she, her facility is not ready for surgery yet, but she has access to other surgery theaters currently, correct? Is, is Rainy still down for surgery? Are they... No. That burned. They're completely burned down. I, I, I'm mixed about how I feel about that, you know. Uh, hopefully whatever comes back will be based on Healthy Women, Healthy Liberia model <laughs> and will be very good. We are hoping. We are, Sue. Dr. Henry, you're an amazing person. Beth, you anything final? I think you covered it. No, I think we've covered it. You yeah. you know how to help them out. I want to thank you for just sharing the needs and the story. If you're out there and you want to help, reach out to us. Uh, we've enjoyed this series with you. And as you journey back, let me pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for Dr. Hannah. We thank you for Healthy Women, Healthy Liberia. As she travels back home over the next 36, 48 hours, give her safe travel, Lord. Uh, we all praying for her, Lord. We're praying uh, even as she returns, Lord, uh, that you'll continue to give her dreams and visions, uh, the, 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 the strength of your mercy to move forward. Father, I pray for her to dream, to be able to begin to see the ministry move beyond her. I pray you'd raise up leaders and, 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 and ambassadors that would begin to pick up the mantle. Father, I pray for an Elisha to come beside this Elijah and that you would put out a double portion. We know that that double portion will require double hard work, double faith, double belief, 
But we know that you have people out there. You have little girls, little boys out there dreaming how they can change their community. Mm -hmm. And we've seen what you've done with this young lady and what she's done in changing her country. Lord, she goes from a clinic that's just in a hut to now serving 20 plus thousand people this year. So Lord, it's possible because you are a God of the impossible. You love to impress us uh, with making the impossible possible. Father, I pray you would just give her the desires and the dreams of her heart, Lord, that she would see people raised up, that she would see the surgical center come to fruition, that we would see it equipped, that we would see it in function soon. We pray that you would see the guest house come alive fully, Lord, and become become the tool it could be. We pray for the community health workers, that you would sow those people into places, Lord, but you would also raise up resources to, to develop new ones, Lord. And we would see Marguerite County, we would see the region, Lord. Uh, we would just see it become into what you would have it be. Father, we thank you for her ministry. We pray for her health. We pray for her travel. We pray for her family and her safety, Lord. As she goes home, Lord, may she know that the Church of Jesus Christ, Lord, uh, is, is great because you are in the center of it. Father, I thank you for this mighty woman of God. I thank you for those that have hosted her on this journey, and I pray for those that will be waiting for her when she comes home. A lot of people will be excited when she comes home. So, Father, bless her and keep her safe, and thank you for having her with us. And we pray this in the strong name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys for joining us at On The Dock for this series. Great series, Healthy Women, Healthy Liberia. You can find out more at onthedock.org, info at onthedock.org. If you've got questions for us, you can always find us on Spotify, YouTube, and iTunes, along with all those other platforms on the right. And we look forward to having your comments or questions on our social media sites so we can help you get connected through Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Telegram, or Getter. And when you find us, please hit subscribe, like, notify, and tell others. And we'd always like to have you as a Patreon partner or sponsor. We can uh, tell you how to do that. Go to our Patreon site, look it up, and you'll see those various opportunities. If you have any other questions, you can always email us or get with us on the website. Once again, I'm the pastor of Community Faith Church. That is my day job. We'd love to have you out here. If you don't have a church home, you can join us live out here. We're in the Marion, Illinois area, Southern Illinois. Love to have you at 10 o'clock for worship, 6.30 on Wednesdays. Um, we have a presence, a virtual campus. If you're out and around the world, just want to join us online, coftv.com. We have an embedded viewer. We also have a channel on YouTube and Facebook. We'd love to have you join us. And we broadcast our services, both our Sunday service and our Wednesday night Bible study. We've broadcast that as well, as well. And we'd love to have you there as well. Again, Mother Beth, thank you for joining us in the studio. It's been a blessing. Been a blessing. You, Dr. Hennett. Dr. Hennett, thank you so much. Lucas, thank you for coming in and running this for us today. And we look forward to seeing you back on the dock very soon with some new programs and great opportunities. Lord bless you. Take care.